This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. One day trades. Three cents a share. That's three dollars. You cheap. And one plays scratch offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Jackson takes it himself for the touchdown. Ravens get the turnover, and they instantly turn it into points. Jackson to Andrews for the touchdown. Lamar Jackson lays it out there, and Andrews has his second of the day. Thompson Robinson drifting back. Time has expired. He fires. Intercepted. Kyle Hamilton, and that's going to end it. To operate against this this defense, you know, it was really a challenge. And Lamar kept his poise. He was he was running the show out there. He was the point guard. He was the general. He was making the calls, making the changes, handling the, the shot clock. I just thought he played a fantastic football game. I mean, it's a good start. You know, we've had these, we've got all these um, AFC North road games on our schedule right away, and that's an opportunity. And our guys have taken advantage of that so far. So in you know, 24 hours, and then we got to get locked in on Pittsburgh because we're gonna have to be a better football team than we were this week to go to Pittsburgh and win next week. It's still, it's still uh, room to grow for us. You know, we're still building. We had mishaps in the field. You know, we had a fumble. We gave the ball back to the defense after our defense made a great stop. Every week we've been playing, I feel like we've been leaving points on the board. Honestly, if you need bulletin board material in this game, really, to like go play the game a different way, you're playing the game for the wrong reasons. I don't need anybody to say anything for me because guess what? When that whistle blows, I'm going 100 miles an hour. Roquan Smith was going 100 miles an hour yesterday, part of that Ravens defense that held the Cleveland Browns to only three points, and those three points came in the first quarter after that. Kind of a dominant uh, get-together by Baltimore defensively against Cleveland. And the news broke yesterday when we were on uh, Baltimore Game Day Uncensored, the pregame show live from the Green Turtle in Canton, that Deshaun Watson wasn't going to play. I mean, he had only thrown limited passes during the week. At practice, I mean, that news was kind of popping up on Friday, as a matter of fact, that he may have been in some, uh, I don't know, uh, distress in regards to being able to get out there on Sunday against Baltimore. But came down, he was done. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the rookie out of UCLA, he gets the call, and John Harbaugh and the Ravens did to a rookie quarterback what he's pretty much done his entire career as the head coach of the Ravens. Made life miserable for him. We also heard from Lamar Jackson, and obviously we're going to break the game down in uh, big detail. If you want to join us, you can at 410-583-1057. Ravens are 3-1, and one, sole possession of first in the AFC North. But Lamar, acceptable against Houston, great against Cincy. Nah, not so much against the Colts last week. Yeah. And then brilliant yesterday. And look, I think it's asking too much to expect 140 quarterback rating every week. Yeah. 
and unfair, quite frankly, to expect that. But if he's in that 110 area, Ravens are going to run away with the AFC North. Yeah, I mean, he threw the ball exceptionally. I, I, I don't think there was – correct me, Bob – did he ever throw that it was like, uh, that wasn't even close. I, I think every, even like the one out of bounds for the, you know, uh, Aguilar caught it, but it was out of bounds. That was a good throw. Right. That was a hell of a throw. I mean, to throw to Duvernay for the first, for almost the first time, that was a hell of a throw. And the the best throw that, I don't know if he's made a better throw in his career than the one to Andrews for the touchdown. I mean, because uh, Ward, I mean, you got two guys from Cleveland jumping and he just, that was like uh, Montana to Clark, mm-hmm. you know. That was that was a phenomenal throw with eight seconds to go in the half. So I mean, that was that was amazing. Yeah, and he was on point to your point. Oh yeah, he I was, mean, he, there were no like, what the hell is he doing? No worm burners. The no, only the only no one cheerleader hitters. Yeah, the only <laughs> one was, was the there. fumble. You know, mm-hmm. that was the only thing because he he tossed it to to justice. You know, and and the Ravens were moving. I'm I'm like Jesus, come on. You know, because they. The, the second quarter, the Ravens, of their 249 yards, I think they were all in the second quarter because they didn't do squat. They had they had three three-and-outs in the first and then one run for the touchdown for Lamar. Otherwise, they had nothing, nothing. And then the, they had 249 yards at the half. So they had like 230 yards in the second quarter with the fumble and with Justice Hill getting a 50-yarder call back. So I mean there was they had they had some yards taken off. So that that was a that was a hell of a second quarter and I th- I thought that um Todd Munkin did and the offensive staff the motion they used motion all the time I think that helped Lamar f- figure out what the coverages were and stuff. I think that was what uh they were doing that far for and it helped him identify the coverages and um but for for one quarter, Bob, put one quarter aside. That was a hell of a defensive battle. I mean, that was sure. that was great football. I mean, because Miles Garrett, he's awesome. He you couldn't block him. I mean, they tried with two. He got a sack when they had three guys on him. I mean, that that dude's just he's unblockable. You know, it, it's kind of like um, what uh, the announcers were saying that Schwartz said. He said, "Hey, listen, we know this about Lamar Jackson that three plays." He's going to make three plays, and we just got to say, hey, you know what? Congratulations. We know. And that's the same thing with Garrett. You know, Garrett's going to make some plays. And you know why? Just better than everybody else. And he did. He made some plays. They made some plays defensively. But Ravens defense got him 14 points, and that was the big difference. Yeah, Ravens defense looking very uh, Ravens defense historically as we view them. I'm not saying they are an historic defense, but – this has kind of been their M.O. going mm-hmm. back to the 99-2000 uh, renaissance in the Super Bowl championship era that has begun. And they've got Roquan Smith, who's a brilliant performer. Uh, Kyle Hamilton, outstanding player. Patrick Queen is going to get paid in a big, big way. Actually saw some of the defensive linemen show up a little bit yeah, yesterday. Yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. And, Bob, let me just uh, – I, I thought that um, – Queen and Roquan, they were everywhere. I mean, speed, explosive, hitting a quarterback, t- making plays in the I, – I, I was thinking about it, Bob. I mean, you got to kind of almost reconsider because of your defense, you know, that 
if Queen is salary wise, now if you're it's, talking about bringing him back. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. If if it's you know if it's not uh, you know if it's not twenty you know something like that, just because he is so that defense is so fast and so good with Queen. If he did a deal that is help you know is friendly for the Ravens too that they could fit. You might want to. You might consider it just because if you've got, you know, cheaper pass rushers, you know, you can maybe get away with that. But let me just say this: Vanoy, I thought he played good. You know, he's got some nice bend going around the corner, and he he deflected a pass. He got pressure on a quarterback. And let me just say, Bob, four for four now with Clowney. I think he's played excellent. No, I mean, if yeah. he could tackle Bob, he may be leading the league in sacks. If he could tackle the quarterback that he gets when he has him in the grasp, because he'd had two two sacks yesterday at least. But not to bring this into a, a more a deep, bigger picture discussion. I mean, Clowney and Van Noy in one game are kind of doing more than <laughs> Owe and Ajabo were doing. No, no way I, I was actually doing kind of some stuff there. Yeah. But I mean, these guys are flashing big time and. And we get back to the you don't even notice that they're on the field, but Jabo's now on the IR. He's gonna be out for a couple yeah. more weeks. Yeah, yeah. And uh Moon first play of the game. You know, thank God there was a holding penalty. Otherwise, Moon, he got hooked on that one. I mean, same thing that happened the week before. You know, they're eighty eight now at the gate down the sidelines, you know. So yeah, the the pass rush. You're exactly right, Bob. I mean, we saw more and and, and that's God, the thing that both those guys can do. Um, Clowney and Vanoy, they both can bend. You know, they both got natural bend and they got natural rush. And, and they've been around a long, both are in their 30s, you know, so they've learned a lot. And and that's key. And, and you know, Matabike got some pressure, you know, so. Washington got in there a little bit. Yeah, Washington had a nice sack. But, I mean, Bob, when those linebackers come, I mean, they knock like um, Roquan. I mean, he hit the heck out of that quarterback, man. I mean, he was like no joke. He was tearing helmets off. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was, I thought. Well, they had heard all week long how great Cleveland's defense was, and they took that yeah. as somewhat of a challenge. And you know, they rose to that occasion in a big way. 28-3, Ravens win handily over the Browns. Ravens now 3-1 and one on the year, 2-0 and oh in the AFC North. Both wins on the road. Go to Pittsburgh next week. Quarterback issues, OC issues with the Steelers. Yeah. And we'll get into that as the week rolls on. Orioles wrap up their regular season yesterday. 6-1 losers to the Red Sox. However, Birds 101-61, and one of the great seasons in the history of the organization. They win the East by two games. They now wait to see who wins the wildcard matchup between Texas and Tampa Bay, which starts tomorrow down at the Trop. Orioles' first game will be Saturday. Opponent to be determined and time to be determined. It's going to be during the day because Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks are going to be playing at M&T Bank Stadium. Mm-hmm. So the Orioles will be on the East Coast doing some early stuff. Sunday's game again to be determined. You got Houston, you got L.A. So they'll probably get the later starts, obviously, because of the Central and West Coast time frames that they uh, reside in. Orioles, Gunnar Henderson, named most valuable Oriole, and I don't have a problem with that. Felix Batista is going to get Tommy John surgery. No surprise there. And I was skeptical the entire, even when he was throwing, that this was just delaying 
than the inevitable. So obviously done for this season and going to be done for all of 2024, probably. I, I think they did him a solid, Bob, because they gave him a two-year deal, which was kind of a good deal. You know, I mean, that was good by the club, like, thank you for what you did kind right. of thing. That was that was, that was was pretty classy by Elias. And then Norfolk wins the uh, what, AAA World Series or the championship game, beating the Dodgers affiliate, Oklahoma City 7-6. Colton Kowser, Grand Slam, 455-foot Grand Slam. And Connor Norby. He hit a two-run bomb. So as we've talked about, Norfolk, okay, you've got your 4A kind of guys, but most of the contributors to that team are their top prospects. So they win the championship, concluding what has been a pretty special year for them. Buck Showalter out with the Mets. We'll get into that during the whip around and more. Maryland blows out Indiana. Indiana fires their offensive coordinator. Terps 5-0 for the first time in 22 years. They go to Ohio State noon. Taking on the Buckeyes, getting 17 and a half. Turtles right there on the cusp of the top 25. I will make a prediction, not that they're going to win, but if they win, they'll be in the top 15. If they beat Ohio State? If they beat Ohio State, they'll go right to the top 15, if not the top 12. 6-0, undefeated in the Big Ten. I I was going to say 15, you might be a little low. Yeah, it's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7. The fan, Charlo, showed up to get a paycheck. Very disappointed him. Getting that against Cadell. A lot going on we're talking about here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Vin. 
Lamar Jackson is, is who he is as a player because of because of who he is and what his abilities and talents and his hard work and his intelligence and all those things. Um, so, you know, he's going to bring his full skill set to every game. John Harbaugh talking about number eight. Having a monster game yesterday at Cleveland as the Ravens win comfortably over the Cleveland Browns. We'll get to our picks later in the show and things change dramatically from where we were Friday yes. because... You know, I think, Nolan, you and I still picked the Ravens. We were sucking down that purple Kool-Aid Friday. And then it really got extra sugar in it when uh, Watson was I, I picked out. them yesterday. I picked the Ravens yesterday at, in pregame, you know, when we were doing a pregame show. But, you know, I got the I got the L because I picked them Got to take that L, right? Nolan, we're not changing the rules, That's are right. We? I made up a lot of ground this week. A little, so <laughs> well, you're not getting off the hook. 13 and here. 8. What were you? Uh, four games better. Oh. Uh, yeah. What did I do? I don't have the, the official count. But. Okay. Well, it must not have been all that great because you're popping all patting yourself <laughs> right. on the back over there. But either way, Ravens win. They're 2-0 in the division. Both wins on the road. And they're four-point favorites next week at Pittsburgh. Not to jump too far ahead. But Lamar Jackson plays like that. Ravens are almost unbeatable to certain levels. But the offense did kind of bog down a little bit in the second half. But as you said earlier, Vinny, Cleveland's defense was number one in the NFL in most categories going into the game, so they're not just going to roll over by any stretch. No, and it and it started out kind of how we thought. I mean, three and out, three and out. You know, I mean, it was it was not pretty offensively, and you know because the Ravens weren't making anything, and then they were beating themselves because they were getting penalties, and you know where they were backing them. First and fifth, first and ten is tough enough. First and fifteen's like impossible. And that's what they were doing, you know, both first two drives. And then, you know, the thing that changed it and kind of, you know, helped the Ravens out was the turnover. You know, and then they got the 10-yard touchdown. Right. And then they're up 7 nothing. And then you can kind of breathe a little bit. And then that second quarter was, you know, explosive. And, you know, they they made they, they had some nice calls. The wheel route was a real nice call. And then Lamar to Flowers. I mean, to make up for – that was – you know, after what the play gets called back, and and then Lamar makes that spectacular play to Flowers, and then how about the one to Andrews? That I mean, that was pretty too. You know, only Lamar, not not a lot of guys can make that play, or the one to Flowers. Yep. Not a lot of guys are going to make that play. So he was he was supermanish yesterday at critical times. He made critical plays, and that's why they won. The big, there was one difference in the game. Lamar Jackson was better than anybody that they had on offense. Yeah, Lamar quarterback rating over 140 throws, two rushes for two more. So the Ravens get a big win, three and one, in control of the AFC North as other teams are struggling with injuries and inconsistencies and everything going on. But that's their problem. Baltimore's got their own injury issues. Four more players left yesterday which we'll get to when we talk to Brian Wacker coming up top of the hour. From the Baltimore Sun, Orioles, they win the East. Now they wait to see who wins Texas versus Tampa as Houston sneaks in and wins the AL West. Buck Showalter out as manager of the Mets, just a year removed from winning manager of the year in the National League. Maryland's 5-0 for the first time in 22 years as they blow out Indiana. Terps now at Ohio State. Maryland right there on the cusp of the top 25 in the AP, and they'll bust that door down in a big way if they could win in Columbus. And to be honest, that's a giant 
if. And, and Bob, I think they could get in the top twenty-five. Let's say they lose thirty twenty-eight. You know, something close well, like that. Hang around. I, I think I think they got a chance to slide in. Yeah, and I'm surprised they didn't kind of slide because Kansas lost, Florida lost. There were a lot of yeah, a lot of teams at the back end of the top 25. There were some great games in college football. We'll get into all of that and more, but the Ravens, they win. Let's get out to the phones. People want to talk. Let's start it off today. Owings Mills, it is Harry. Harry, what is happening on this Victory Monday? Good morning, gentlemen. Another Monday in paradise. Mm -hmm. Want to talk about two things real quick. One, start with the Ravens, then I'll talk about the Orioles. And the Ravens, outstanding job. Lamar and the rest of the team, defense, fantastic. And Vinny, you're right. i had clown that he should have at least six sacks yeah. by this season in the running for defensive player of the year. But I don't know if it's because he's older and those guys are younger and they're just able to get away from him. I'm not sure. But also understand this, though. And sometimes you have to take the good with the bad and the bad with the good, what I always say, because this is the reality. Um, he can give you some good plays, but Brandon Stevens, for whatever reason, he still can't turn to find that ball. Maybe that's just the way it is. Maybe that's not that's something just you'll him. ever do. I, I, hey, when he got that P.I., I got like, oh, man. You know, yeah. look for the ball, you know. And, the, and he just threw it up. I was like, yep. you'd have to see that the ball's in the air forever. Okay. So now let's get to the Orioles really quick. So I did a little bit of analysis. And of all the teams in the AL playoffs, in terms of head-to-head and how they performed, the Orioles are the only team that have beaten or at least played 500 balls in those against those other AL teams in the playoffs. Um, and if you take a look at the and their winning percentage against those teams is 0.636. Worse is that the Jays at 0.378, and surprisingly, Tampa is under 500 at 0.488. And I actually didn't realize the Jays and Tampa only played 12 games this year instead of 13 head-to-head. But, gentlemen, that's all I had. Any thoughts that you had would be greatly appreciated, and you all have a great day. All right, Harry, always appreciate your time for sure. Orioles, just give you an update on who they've played and who's in the playoffs, for instance, as he brought up. Toronto, Orioles 10-3 and against the Blue Jays. 10-3. and very dominant performance. Eight and five against Tampa. Three and three against Texas. The Twinkies, they're four and two against them. I'm saying this half jokingly. Watch Minnesota win the American League. They're going to win the American League pennant. What do you think, Nolan? I think they're being a little underrated I right now. I think so, honest. too. I got to be honest with you. And then we've got, the, let's see, Houston. The Orioles are three and three against the Astros. So. Some daunting tasks for sure. Some playoff experience, no doubt about it, with some of these teams. But the Orioles, they've been the best team in the American League for the better part of three months. Now it's all about closing the deal as the new chapter of your season begins. But the Ravens win, Orioles win, or win the East. Maryland's 5-0. and Everything's uh, looking pretty cool here, I guess. Let's go to Ed and Arbutus. Ed, what's up? Uh, Bob Vinning, good morning to you, gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, good breakdown by you guys. Um, my comments today, Raven team defense, astute intellect mm-hmm. at all position. We got smart guys. Yep. They, stay, they stay on their feet to stay in the play, close, fast, and sure. Roquan Smith, performance leadership, all others in complimentary hustle effort. Patrick Queen, right from the get-go of his career here, 
He plays like a raven. This town is his home now and beyond, if I have anything to say about it. Mm-hmm. Offense, enough quality depth to, to suffice with the necessary talent to secure enough scoreboard points to be in or win every game. Mark Andrews, clutch, sensational high point snatch on the flag catch. The thrown pass on that play and the sideline mobility pass to Flowers is mm. as good as it gets. Yep. And legacy likeness, punter stout. Reliable to flip the field position every time. That's big in a football game. Lamar Jackson, NFL warrior who wins, never to be outwilled. Last thing today, gentlemen, the O's are in the catbird seat with full roster matchup capability. It should bode well to further advance. Thank you for your courtesy. All right, Ed, thanks for the call. As always, yes, the Orioles get that week off. They can rest up a little bit. Now on Castle's shoulder will be a little healthier. <laughs> Question is, do you lose that edge? That's what Mike Bordick was talking about because you're not going to play for Winston. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Six days. So do you lose a little bit of that sharpness, that want-to? Is that fastball for Braddish going to have a little more oomph on it than maybe he want to, which would affect his command? But we'll talk about that as the week rolls on. But for the Ravens, uh, a workmanlike win in a situation that became very advantageous for them with the news that Watson wasn't going to play. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the line fit, flipped from two and a half Cleveland to one and a half Baltimore, I think. Yeah, that was that was huge because, uh, I mean, a rookie quarterback, you know, in that environment was going to be tough. And especially, you know, you, you couldn't turn it over. And he turned it over three times, which, you know, cost him, ended up costing him 14 points. But, I mean, you just look at when you talk about the Ravens, you know, the Browns defense, as good as they are, the Ravens defense in the first half. Cleveland had 13 rush attempts for 10 yards. How about that? I mean, they gave up 0.8 yards per rush. And Robinson was 10 of 17 for 60 yards. They had 70 yards at the half. The Ravens had 250, you know. And then the second half, both of them had like uh, 40, you know. And it was just a defense. It was. It almost looked like in the fourth quarter, eh, we know, you know, let's go. Let's move on to the next one. Because both teams were just running the clock and strong happened to hit that 40-yarder. Otherwise... You know, they were they were just killing the clock, too. Yeah, it was 21-3 halftime. Ravens didn't look back from there. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Brian Wacker, Baltimore Sun, talk about yesterday's win. What about these injuries, though? Four more guys left. Morgan Moses is out. They're already down. Ronnie Stanley, what's all this going to mean? Whip around 11, 15 tons happening in the world of sports over the weekend. We'll get it to as much as we possibly can. And then Peter Schmuck, BaltimoreBaseball.com. We'll talk about the Orioles' chances in the postseason trying to get to the World Series for the first time since two, or since 1983, playing their first home playoff game since 2014. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Different sports, different teams, different opinions. There's one place to talk about them, and it's on 105.7 The Fan. Don't go anywhere f***ing else. Oh, absolutely. 
I had to pay attention to the, the corner and I didn't get a flat, but I, I believe if I would have tried to shoot it, shoot at the mark, um, he could have made a play on it, probably intercepted it. So I just gave him Mark the shot and he did the rest. Mark Jackson talking about one of the touchdown passes he threw to Mark Andrews, who had two of them, both of them, of the high quality variety. And we saw like vintage 2019, 2020 Lamar Andrews uh, connecting and connecting off and five times. 80 yards, two touchdowns, uh, caught all five of his targets, uh, setting a tone for that offense early. You know, and Todd Munkin on Thursday said that this is the first time I Mark, that's the best Mark has looked in the last four weeks health-wise. You know, so he looked. Like on the one that <clears throat> Lamar scrambled where um, he ended up catching it, you know, ran the in and then planted and came back out, he looked pretty explosive. And then up the field on the touchdown catch where he had to run it up in there, he looked he looked good running the football, so it's good to have him back. You know, you know, like Bob, a guy who kind of, you know, maybe in this offense or maybe with Todd Munkin is not as big a player as he was before is likely. You know, he's he play he doesn't get a lot of targets. He got uh, let's see yesterday uh, old donut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he, he and a lot of us were thinking he might be a breakout candidate this year. Yeah, and and Kohler, you know, a lot of guys got uh, got. Who? Th- I forgot all about that guy. Well, a lot of guys got three snaps. You know, <laughs> like Ben Cleveland got three snaps. You know, Huntley second team go in, and and you know and that's and that was that was that was good. That was good. Ravens win. That's what matters. They did get banged up as uh, Armor Davis left with a hammy. Millette left with a concussion. Morgan Moses left. Shoulder. Yeah, so you're already down Ronnie Stanley. He might be trending towards returning here, but John Harbaugh going to meet with the media later today, and I'm sure he'll give us an update best he can. You know, Harb's done like talking about injuries because he's not a doctor. He just gives you the intel he gets from the medical people in Baltimore. Well, you saw Moses, like he grabbed his shoulder. So that was pretty obvious when he got hurt. I didn't see Armour Davis because I was, he was doing a nice job on because he was the gunner. And then when they were punting, he was blocking the gunner. So, I mean, I, I, I saw him out there and he looked good running. I, I didn't know that he pulled, you know, he tweaked his hammy. So, because I thought, okay, you know, normally if you start playing good on teams, then the next step is you're ready to play in the game. And I guess he's ready to do what he normally does. By the way, the win yesterday was number 150 for John Harbaugh. Oh, nice. So congratulations, congratulations to you, Super Bowl champ. And Ravens look like they could be a formidable team this year. Let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057 is the number. It's Vinny and Haiti, Nolan McGraw. Go to Rashawn in Baltimore. Rashawn, what's up? Hey, good morning, man. How y'all doing? Good. Doing all right, dude. Hey, man. Big win from the Ravens this weekend, man. Yes, it was. Yeah, they pulled that one off, man. Even though they had a second-string quarterback in, man, a win is a win. <laughs> yeah, and, um, that was a hell of a defense that they had to go against. Yeah, man. It definitely was. Uh, Lamar had a decent game. Only gave up three points. So, um, yeah, I can take that. Well, Lamar had um, a hell of a game. Yeah. yeah he had yeah, a quarterback yeah. rate like 140. Yeah. Definitely did. You don't hear all the Lamar haters calling in this morning. No, you know, only when they, they lose. Yeah, when they lose, yeah. the sky's falling when they win. They're supposed to win. No harm's being fired yet. 
Yeah, exactly. Hey, on to the Terps real quick. Hey, Bob, you think they got a, a shot next weekend against the uh, Ohio State? I think they have Is a shot. It spread just gone up to 18, half a point in the last couple hours here. But I think they can hang. I don't think they're going to win. I'd love for them to do it. They played them tough here last year near the end of the season. Only thing is, and we've talked about it here on the show, Vinny, and you, all Maryland fans out there, the days of losing fifty-two to fourteen, you can't. They can't, they've got to be in the rearview mirror. Yes, and even if you lose, I mean, you're still eighteen-point dogs. You go out here and lose a tough one. Is it a moral victory? I guess if you win, it's a stunning turn of events that catapults them deep into the top twenty-five. I think they have a chance. I'm going to be interested to see, like everybody else, and maybe Mike Loxley more than anyone, how's Leah going to perform? 12 o'clock national TV. I mean, everyone's all fired up. thousand people. Yeah, I mean, how's yeah. he going to respond to that one? Yeah, it's going to be a big one. And the last thing, um, what do you think about the uh, Sunday night game next week, man? The game, the Cowboys and the uh, 49ers. You know, I know, Vinny, I know you're going with your Niners, but yeah. man, I think the Cowboys could pull this one off, though. You know, they got a lot to prove. It's in San well, it's in Santa Clara, 49ers well, three and a half point favorite. It's you know what it's going to come down to turnovers, and it's going to come down to you know Purdy's going to be pretty consistent, I would think. With Prescott, you don't to me you don't know exactly what you're going to get. I mean, I'm just got to put some pressure on Purdy. That's all. I think Michael Parsons going to have a big game. You know, I think we'll be fine as long as we can get score in the red zone, which we had problems with uh, yesterday. You know, just. Um, just them bombs we played yesterday. Yeah, New know, England, man. Stuff. I mean, what the hell's going on, man? <laughs> Three points. It. Yeah. You know, hey, what, 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 what team was y'all um, would say had the best defensive performance yesterday out of the Ravens and the Cowboys? And I'm going to hang up. Right, thank you, Rashawn. Well, the, well, the Cowboys, uh, Mac Jones wasn't uh, really good, and neither was, you know, Thompson. Um, the Ravens basically – you know, I mean, they gave up 160 yards, take away, you know, 53 yards in garbage time at the end. They gave up 110 yards in the game. Yeah. The Ravens on the road, on the road, not at home like Dallas was. I'd say the Ravens. Let's get back to the phones. Go to Rosedale. It's Antonio. Antonio, how are you? What's happening? I'm good. How are you guys? Antonio, doing? good to see you yesterday, buddy. Good to see you, too. Hey, Antonio, you got more pictures of me than my wife does. <laughs> Could the Orioles start in rotation, be the best in the AL playoffs, and you guys have a wonderful day. All right, thank you. Well, uh, let's see. If Bradish and Grayson are dealing the way they have been, they've got a strong one-two punch. I'm kind of liking the way Means he's been looking, even though he lost a couple of nights ago. Didn't pitch bad, gave up a home run of the story. Question is, is, is it going to be Gibson? Is he going to be your fourth? I mean, what else are you going to do there if you're Brandon Hyde trying to allocate your innings as the starters? But I'm guessing, and Kramer's coming off of a strong start. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Nolan? It's got to be Bradish and Grayson games one and two here, right? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. From there, we'll see. We've debated it for weeks now. It's if seen- they're down 0-2, for instance, and they're on the road on the 10th, I mean, you giving it to the veteran or are you giving it to Kramer? I mean, is it hair versus experience? I mean, what happens? I hope we don't have to answer that question, but right now I'd probably lean towards the vet. Give it to Gibson. The Gibber? Although, at the same time, though, 
best games for Dean Kramer this year, you could argue, have been the moments where they needed him most. Right. Yeah. Pitched well say, against Atlanta. He's pitching out, He's pitching himself uh, out of the rotation, and then he rises to the occasion and deals. So we got a lot of Orioles to talk about. We'll talk about the birds with Peter Schmuck coming up at 1130. Orioles number one seed in the American League just waiting to see what happens with Texas at Tampa. That all starts tomorrow. And correct them wrong, Nolan, don't we have a bunch of baseball coming up here on the fan this week? We do. Courtesy of ESPN Radio. We'll get you the uh, official start times here soon. You got that coming your way. Ravens are 3-1, and 2-0 and oh in the north. Both wins on the road. Game 3 coming up against Pittsburgh on Sunday. Kenny Pickett got hurt. Could it be Mitch Trubisky behind center? Will Matt Canada be calling the plays? Terps are 5-0. and oh. That Ohio State could all have a res. He just rolls over Jermel Charlo in a turn out to be kind of a snooze fest fight Saturday night. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Those guys are penetrating upfield. They're, they're very good players. Inside and on the edge, and the backers are downhill hitting gaps. So you've got to stop the penetration, and you got to get off those blocks and get those linebackers before they get in your backfield and make a play. Offensive line, tight ends, just did a tremendous job at this game. John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach, talking about the Ravens' running game yesterday. Buck 31 against the number one defense in the NFL. Two rushing TDs, both from Lamar Jackson. Gus Edwards led the way 15 for 48. Justice Hill, 3 for 33 as he's trying to uh, get himself or keep himself in the mix. Melvin Gordon, that didn't look bad in his three carries, including a long of 22. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I mean, Justice Hill didn't play the second half. So, I mean, to me, that wasn't a pitch count. I mean, because, Bob, you got three for 33. You know, he's going to play. Right. So, I th- I think he re-hurt his toe. You know, I guess we'll find out today. But that would be, you know, that would that would be – because they even talked about it on TV, and we talked about it last week, when after he made those runs, they didn't have anybody in the backfield that could get wide like that. I mean, on the one – he made the linebacker miss, and they end up getting like an 11-yard gain. You know, the only guy they got, and Mitchell's eligible to come back, the undrafted free agent oh, rookie. Keaton Mitchell. And he can fly. He's a lot faster than Mitchell. He reminds me of Pacheco from the Chiefs, speed-wise. He's not big, but he's really fast. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, maybe if he is in the pitcher. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's Brian Wacker, Baltimore's son. Talk some Ravens with him. Whip around, let 15, busy weekend in sports. I don't even know if we have enough time to talk about everything that took place. Peter Schmuck, BaltimoreBaseball.com. Talk about the regular season that was. Now it's all about the playoffs. The Orioles will play the winner of Tampa and Texas. That will be decided starting tomorrow. It's a best of three. All three games will be played in Tampa. Let's go to Owings Mills. It is Keon. Keon, what's happening? Good morning, guys. Um, I'd like to know y'all thoughts on uh, the new duo pass rush with Davion Clowney and Kyle Van Oy. I, I I thought Van Oy, you know, he had a nice batted ball, and he, I think he had he had two pressures. He had a couple nice rushes, which the experience shows. And with Clowney, and I, I said this earlier in the show, if Clowney tackled every quarterback that he had in his hands, he'd be leading the league in sacks. I mean, yes. he's been – he's played – I think he's – you know, what Eric, whatever Eric thought he was getting, he got a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
That's all, guys. Appreciate it, Joe. Y'all victory Monday. Yeah, man. All right. Thanks, Keon. You do the same. And yeah, two veteran guys. I don't want to say grizzled veterans, but veterans nonetheless. And Van Noy has uh, playoff experience and championship experience. And like you said, Vinny, for a guy that hadn't played, he was on the he was doing radio and TV last doing week. Doing McAfee, sitting yeah. there doing McAfee show. And then not, not even a week later, he's uh, playing football in Cleveland against the Browns. Four of the Ravens. Let's get back to the phones. Go get Ray in Baltimore. Ray, what's happening? Dude, when am I going to give you this booze that you won from me about three weeks ago? Hey, hey we're going to work it out at the end of the week. I'll call back in. I got this week ahead of me, but it's definitely going to be before game one. Oh, word. Um, for sure, man. But listen, man, I was listening to MLB Radio last night, man. And, you know, I don't know Steve Phillips and, and Chris Jimenez and, and, and the other guy that they had on. I mean, they, they, they gave a backhanded compliment to the Orioles, but then proceed to, you know, compliment the fact that, oh, Toronto's been hot and, you know, Tampa is Tampa, even though they're missing Wanda Franco and, and Brandon Lyle. And, you know, the Astros are the Astros. And I don't have no issue with the Astros because, you know, Kyle Tucker um, puts fear in, put fear in my baseball heart. Man. But I want to say this as I hang up the phone. Shout out to the Ravens. You know, Lamar's on the MVP start. I'm anxious to get Vinny's thoughts on that. I'm literally just turned on the radio. But I really want to say this, um, Bob. Is it just the Baltimore in me that feels disrespected every time, you know, one of these national pundits open up their mouth? Because while not, is it, you know, Chris Collinsworth, Phil Sims, you know, now the baseball guys, man, start to really disrespect the Orioles like the Orioles don't have two you know, front-line starters that's going to be going for game one and game two. And they're not to mention John Means. So as I hang up the phone, so I know you all coming up on the top of the hour. What do you think, Bob, as yeah. a person that's been looking at Orioles um, games longer than me because I'm only 41 years old, what do you think about the disrespect that the Orioles been getting from the national media? And I'll talk to you fellas. There's Ray. Ray, who won a gallon of Jack Daniels from the old mm-hmm. Bobster. Steve Phillips had been dogging him all year. When they got off to that really good start around the All-Star break, he was making it sound like they didn't deserve to be where they were. Well, Steve Phillips, and I respect your uh, accomplishments as a former, former stress GM. Orioles were 18 and 10 in September. It's not like they're limping into the stretch. They've never had a losing month unless you want to count the 0-1 in October against the Red Sox. So the Orioles, I think when you win 101 games, you dominate your division, which a lot of people say is the toughest at all of sports. You're not lucky. You're good. And since Adley Rutschman has been here, they've done nothing but win. And Gunnar Henderson, Rutschman, these young guys that are the uh, the foundation for this is going to be a three, four, who knows, five-year run of contention. They don't know what it's like to lose 110 games. All they do is win. So uh, anything can happen in a short series. The history of baseball has proven that. But... Uh, I think you're underestimating the birds and the talent and the balance that they bring to the equation. When we come back, Brian Wacker talk about those Ravens who are three and one taking control early on of the AFC North Ravens have problems with injuries, but everyone else does as well. And in a couple of these, well, I guess the other three teams because Watson sat out yet. They have quarterback problems. Injuries and maybe just performance issues. And the Ravens, by far, as we sit here on October 2nd, are might 
might be the strongest at that position because Joe Burrow's banged up, and we watched it last couple weeks. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.